We'll be speaking this morning how to rise up to your uh, full potential and calling. It is a known fact that most people only use 5% of their brain potential. It is the same spiritually. Most people barely live 5% of their potential and calling in Christ. We do not seem to realize that there is much more for us in Christ. Yet somehow, so many of us seem to have missed it. You know, I run a holiday farm and I speak at a lot of groups. And I find that most groups that come here have reached a certain level in Christ and no further. They seem to be stuck in an area where um, they don't seem to go beyond. I said to the Lord, there must be more. Surely there is more. And the Lord led me to John 3.31. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth is earthly and speaks earthly things, speaks of the earth. But he who comes from heaven is above all. Well, this means that there is two realms. There's the earthly realm and there is a heavenly realm. Now, this passage follows the famous passage of how Nicodemus came to Jesus at night and he says in John 3, 3, Jesus answered him because he says, you know, how do we get to heaven? And Jesus said, I tell you the truth. One cannot see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. And Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That is, which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of Spirit is Spirit. This is speaking of two realms. Nicodemus was speaking in the earthly realm and Jesus was speaking in the heavenly realm. But at the same time, he's showing Nicodemus how to live in the heavenly realm. First, he had to be born anew or in the modern language, born again of the Holy Spirit. Now, if we go back to Genesis, we read, and the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of this garden you may freely eat, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. That's Genesis two sixteen and 17. And we all know that Adam and Eve ate of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. And in that moment gave... This perfect earth where there's no sin, no sickness, no death, 
over to the devil in exchange for the knowledge of good and evil. And man became spiritually dead, cut off from God, to be born of the flesh only on this earth. So we are born of the flesh, we are born on the earth. And so without God we will think in an earthly way. But when we are born again of the Spirit of God, we are born again spiritually to eternal life. And our thinking becomes renewed to think as Christ thinks from the heavenly realm. Isn't that fantastic? Because God did something about it. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have your everlasting life. And God gave us this, this is from John 3 verse 16. So the moment we receive forgiveness of sins that Jesus has made available for us by taking our sin upon himself on the cross and receive Jesus into our hearts as Lord and Saviour, we receive the Holy Spirit. And from that moment on, we become born again to eternal life. But then we are also got to have the fire of the Holy Spirit, the Pentecostal experience that gives us the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There's nine gifts that God gives us when we ask to be baptized in the fire of the Holy Spirit. So we become born to eternal life. We become children of our Father in heaven. We come spiritually alive in him. Our dormant or dead spirits are made alive in Christ and we become united with the Holy Spirit that Jesus sent from heaven to dwell in our hearts. So now we can call God our Father. That's why our Lord's Prayer says, Our Father who art in heaven. Not somewhere on earth, but in heaven. So, through prayer and abiding in Christ and dwelling in his presence, this raises us up above the earthly realm to live in the heavenly realm. We become whole in spirit, soul and body. 1 Thessalonians 5 23, 24 says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful and he will do it. Jesus came to save men, not just souls. He came to save the spirit from death, to give peace and eternal life. He came to save the soul from sin and to give us peace. And he came to save the body from sickness and to give us healing. Even as it says in John 3, 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Now in the world we know the studies 
Psychology is a knowledge of the human body and the conditions of the body. So that's physiology. Psychology is a knowledge of the mind and its powers, speaking of the soul. Phenotology is a knowledge of the spirit and its activities and forces. And ontology is a higher study which manifests man's body, soul and spirit. Now God does not demonstrate mind over matter as the scientists do mentally. God demonstrates a higher fact, the power of the spirit over mind and matter. Or men are born in the flesh with a soul. Without the spirit of God, the soul will gratify the flesh and its desires. When man is born again of the Holy Spirit, he becomes spiritually alive. Now as man grows up in Christ, who is ahead, just as it says in Ephesians 4.15, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up into all things, into him who is the head, Christ. The soul then begins to yield to the Holy Spirit, who is greater than the body, thus transforming man more into the image of Christ, until we realize that we are actively spiritual beings with a soul who dwell in an earthly body. Firstly, putting away sin is essential for the heart of man to become one with the heart of Christ. This relationship is like a transfusion of his life and love through all our being, through the Holy Spirit coming to dwell in our beings as spirit. And then his healing is to our body, becomes as natural as his peace is to our minds and his rest is to our spirits, declaring that Christ has become our all in all. When we receive Jesus into our hearts, we are baptized and get baptized in the Holy Spirit. We are not just to stay in the earthly realm as many to do, but instead spend time reading the Bible and in prayer to bring the renewing of our mind. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be, you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. This scripture, along with also hearing the voice of Jesus, will help us to recognize and resist the lies of the enemy. Jesus will speak truth to us, and the truth will set us free. Then our soul stops just gratifying the desires of the flesh. It takes on the character of Christ. When this happens, we stop living in just a limited earthly realm. We begin to live in the heavenly realm instead. Ephesians 1, 3, verse 5 says, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and 
without blame before him in love, having prestained us to adoption as sons of Jesus Christ himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. This is wonderful, wonderful news. And I would like to ask if anyone has not yet received Jesus as Lord and Savior and would like to do so now, say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I choose to follow you in truth and righteousness every day of my life. Please come into my life as my Lord and Savior. Please baptize me in your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If you've said that prayer, buy yourself a Bible, find yourself a Christian fellowship or church, and tell somebody what you've done. And if there's anyone sick, I'd like you to lay your hand on your sickness or your pain right now. And simply say these words after me. Because God is omnipresent. He's everywhere at once. To say this prayer. Lord Jesus. Place your hand upon my hand. And I will be healed. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Receive your healing. In Jesus' name. And remember... God loves you. And you can say this prayer anytime you like. You can say it three times a day. That's the best medicine you can have. Lord Jesus, place your hand on my hand and I will be healed in Jesus' name. And some of you will already be healed because Jesus has healed you. God bless you. This is Suzanne Pillins of Suzanne's Ministry. And if you want to come on our website, it's www.suzannesministries.com dot co dot uk that's w suzanne with a z s u z a n n e ministries dot co dot uk god bless you bye for now <laughs>